Mm. Yeah, okay. This is Homodoxy. <laughs> The Homodoxy Podcast is another place where the writings featured on Homodoxy.com may be found, audibly, for your oral consumption. This first recording is a short introduction to me and to the project, featuring the website's brief essay, Against, with a question mark. My name is Sam. I was born in New Hampshire to a pastor and a book editor, moved with my family to Michigan when I was 10, went to college in Seattle to become a concert violinist and orchestral conductor, Became an English major, studied abroad in the UK, did my master's in religion and literature at Yale Divinity School. While there, earned a certificate from the Institute of Sacred Music and a certificate in Anglican Studies from Berkeley Divinity School. Then worked a year at Trader Joe's and am now a second-year PhD student in theology and American religious history in the Department of Religious Studies at Yale University. But you can call me your faggot king. <laughs> I've been listening to way too many gay podcasts. <laughs> okay. I'm underneath a blanket at my desk in my apartment on Worcester Square in New Haven, feeling sort of silly but having a good time. In high school and in college, I would use GarageBand to record some original music and a few covers, so it's been a while since I've done any sort of audio work. But the theme song is original, made almost a decade ago now, my first semester at Seattle Pacific University. SPU is where I learned that I love writing, blogging my way through coming out. The work that I do as a budding scholar and theologian can be traced back to that time, that blog, and the feelings of disorientation that swarmed my gay little head. I study gay literature, Christian theology, and queer theory. I'm interested in the ways that theology has shaped contemporary gay and queer identities, and the ways gay literature might in turn speak to theology. I'm planning to write my dissertation on theologies of HIV-AIDS. If you're interested in my academic writing, my first article was published in January, and it can be found through a link on my personal website, samuelernest.com. The article was about the gay Chicano writer John Retchie and the appearance of Sodom in his Hustler novels, so pulpy books about hyper-masculine sex workers. Coming out of that, I'm working on a few other things, following up on the themes of gay space... <laughs> Gay space, like, astronauts? <laughs> no, um, gay space is in uh, city space and the um, closing of gay bars. Uh, following up on the themes of that, sex, destruction, and subjectivity from the Retzi article, I'm writing an essay or cluster of shorter essays on ambivalence and desire in the literature of gay dating apps and hookup apps. I've got another paper stewing on steam room slash bathhouse literature and encounters with God therein. Finally, I'm working on a memoir-ish essay on perfume genius and grace, which talks more about my coming out years than I probably will on this podcast. I'll keep a running list of my publications and where to find them on my personal website, so check there whenever you happen to be listening to this, and there should be some fun stuff. Homodoxy comes out of my desire to share some things I'm thinking about that won't necessarily be published work, and to reach a maybe wider audience than the five people who will read my academic work. <laughs> I'm working on a series of pot. Uh, 
I'm working on a series of posts called the Homodoxy Dialogues, which will be back and forths between two people, usually me and someone I know. Conversations about various topics related to gay literature, queer theory, sodomy, and theology. My hope is to provide recordings of all of the written work on homodoxy, including the dialogues, as episodes in this podcast. So, if you read what is on the website, there won't necessarily be new things in their corresponding episodes, unless there are, like, this right now. The podcast may take different forms in the future, but that is the plan for now. The first few episodes of the podcast cover things that have been on homodoxy.com then for a few months now. But as new writing appears, whenever it appears, so too will new podcast episodes. I haven't figured out if I can manage a regular rhythm for releasing my podcast recordings, but uh, we will see what I can do. The tagline for the website and podcast is Theology Against the Church, and against means many things. The first few writings explore what that means to me. They are homodoxy's methodology, the way I think about my own theological work. There are many podcasts about religion and sexuality, or LGBTQ spirituality and faith, but I'm hoping this will be a fresh take on some familiar things, as well as an introduction to some weird gay shit. So, against? Theology is frequently defined in relation to the church. It is a practice of the church, reflection on the practice of the church, for the church, from within the church. When LGBTQ people are spoken of by Christians, or when we speak of ourselves in the context of Christian community and theology, the conversation has typically been about whether or not sex, marriage, and ordination are allowable for us. As Lynn Tonset argues in Queer Theology Beyond Apologetics, Queer theology is limited when its sole task is the inclusion of gays into the church. The arguments for inclusion often have unintended and unreflected upon consequences, and there are other things that don't get talked about when all energy is put into inclusion. But also, there are more kinds of relationships to the church than included or excluded, in or out. Maybe for some it is that cut and dry, but I think that relationships, identification, and belief tend to be more complicated, fraught, or ambivalent than binary. Read a book by a gay writer or talk to some queer people, and you find that there are many sorts of spiritually significant or meaningful, even faithful, relationships to the church, to God, to Christianity. There are more ways of being attached to the church, more approaches and feelings irreducible to or slipping between included slash excluded, baptized slash unbaptized, holy slash sinful, participation, absence, belief, disbelief. Against helps me think of these varieties of relationships. The OED's definition of against as a preposition begins with the umbrella category of expressing motion towards, which in Old English included senses of reception or welcome, and up through today can mean in a direction facing, towards, forward to, so as to meet. The second cluster of definitions provided by the OED is likely the most common today, expressing motion or action in opposition to someone or something. This can include active hostility and violence, or perhaps a certain adverse feeling or intention. It can mean not in conformity with, 
Thirdly, it can mean expressing mutual opposition or relation, the mutuality distinguishing these definitions from the second cluster. The fourth group relates to time, including the now obsolete drawing towards, near the beginning of, close to. Fifth, relating to position, opposite, facing, in view of, over against. Sixth, expressing contact with, pressure on, or contiguity with someone or something. Here we find relationships between hard things, an egg breaking on the floor, or relationships of support and immediate proximity, leaning against an oak tree, or one thing standing in front of another, for example, something brought into relief against a backdrop. It's likely that against the church most readily brings to mind a relationship of simple opposition. Many LGBTQ people raised in the church or not are indeed opposed to it. It is at least in opposition to them. That's one kind of relationship. Another might be the person who leaves the church or is forced out of it, but finds themselves haunted by the languages, liturgies, and relationships that constitute a Christian life. One might miss parts of it, or still believe parts of it, or not. One might still identify as a Christian, but find a home in a different denomination than that in which one was raised. One might feel comfortably included in one's local congregation, but excluded from Christian history and theology, or to the contrary, one might more easily build a home for oneself theologically and feel able to account for oneself as part of Christianity's history, but nonetheless find no local community to call home. One's relationship to the church may be a source of much work and strain, against it or within it, both or otherwise, or it may be a more or less settled, stable thing. It might be a relationship one is glad for or one that is merely tolerated, it might be a relationship that defines who one is, or it might seem accidental. All of these entail varieties of proximity, intimacy, identity, investment, even belief. Many of these relationships that wouldn't meet the criteria of Christian theologians for what facilitates knowledge of God and the authority necessary for speaking theologically nevertheless produce people with insight into who God is, as well as how the church treats others, what it means to believe, what it means to call oneself a Christian or not, what it means to be a sinner, what a graced life might be, etc. Leaning on, touching, rubbing, facing, in front of, pressure on, moving towards, moving away from, not in conformity with, in conformity with, but outside of, within, but constantly forced outward, outside, but constantly drawn to, maybe best, against the grain of, Theology Against the Church Theology Against the Church may well ultimately be beneficial for the Church, for any number of reasons, but I see my work as being primarily for those who are not easily included within the Church, and those with tangled relationships with the Church. For is often taken for granted, obscuring more than it reveals, at least for my own interests in the sorts of texts and lives I study. One thing I want to avoid is doing gay queer theology as a response to the ubiquitous calls from church authorities for LGBTQ people to speak their experience so that their experience may be processed on their behalf by those with authority and then given back to them, dissected and neatly packaged as theology or sexual ethics. In my own position as a doctoral student in theology at a major university and a beneficiary of its ridiculous privileges, underwritten by a corrupt history and ongoing unjust financial practices, as I look for things to study and write about, I cannot entirely avoid this dynamic, 
but I refuse to make LGBTQ lives and literature palatable or decent in order for them to be deemed worthy of theological reflection, something that happens frequently even amongst practitioners of queer theology. In The Queer God, Marcella Altus-Reed calls this work of the queer theologian or queer confessor, listening without consolidating. There may be tension here with the theologian's work of seeking conformity with Christ, but what conformity with Christ means in any given situation is not always obvious, and can thus be a tool for predetermining what holiness looks like, shoring up the power of the theologian over the people for whom they do their work. I'm drawn to the people in texts I study not because of where I want to bring them or what I want to make them do, but because of what they have already found. This thought has emerged from two papers I wrote in the spring semester of 2020. One was intended to be a manifesto, but turned into a jeremiad, taking up some of Tonstad's critiques of queer theology into my own delirious register. The other is an essay that focuses more constructively on the vision of theology and method described here, in conversation with Catherine Tanner's development and critique of George Lindbeck. It also tells of how I came to find myself drawn into the work of theology. Both papers stem from reflection on my theological education thus far. Finding a home for these two papers or publishing them here might be my first task. I don't know what comes next, but this is a start. This has been Against by me, Samuel Ernest. Uh, I have done the recording, the mixing, the music, string arrangements of Leonard Cohen's I'm Your Man, and uh, yeah. I hope you join me again for Homodoxy. Mm-hmm.